0: This is the Dark Day's Dawning Cult Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Melville. Today I'm covering the Heaven's Gate Mass Suicide, which was in 1997. This was one of the largest mass suicides in human history. Before I begin this post, I'd like to say if you're in a group that tells you to harm yourself or others, please leave. 39 UFO Believers dressed in Nikes and purple shrouds, hair-shorn, androgynous, under the direction of the castrated leader. On the Heaven's Gate page, he identified himself as Doe. He likened himself to Jesus Christ and called himself the present representative. Quoting Doe, I am in the same direction in today's society as well as the one that was in Jesus then, Doe says. The group, under direction, began a journey to take a ride on the Hilly Bob Comet. The ages of the members ranged from 26 to 72. Members appeared in video elated to reveal their voluntary complicity in decision to go to the next level. This was a joyful decision to be proud of. Hello, Barbatol. To depart their earthly dwelling, a departure method to eliminate the container was required. And thus, phenobarbital was required to achieve mass self-destruction. The history of phenobarbital reveals itself as a drug created for benevolent purposes. In this brief microcosm of the drug's history, one can say that phenobarbital was introduced in 1912 to the medical pharmaceutical market to treat epileptic seizures. However, the potential in suicidality was well known in, right before 1997. In 1989, protester Abby Hoffman drank 150 pills of phenobarbital with vodka, which caused her departure. Lawrence K. Altman of the New York Times wrote, Phenobarbital is a barbiturate drug that doctors have long prescribed for its sedative and anti-seizure properties. Doctors generally warn patients taking phenobarbital or other barbiturates not to take alcohol, which can increase greatly the barbiturate sedative and depressant effects on brain activity, end quote, post-death. In the history of mass suicide, the etiology of these events has traditionally been a response to oppression. Mass suicide represents a traumatic reaction to oppression. The Heaven's Gate mass suicide represents a gathering of mysticism, culminating in the destruction of the group under the umbrella of self-assertion, proclaiming this case a desire to gain heavenly status. The group was asserting a belief in abandoning the planet that was about to be recycled in order to reach what they believed to be Tila. Whilst Ukrainian peasants post a tragedy at Chernobyl called this planet our common ancestral home, exclaiming the deepest respect to the only place we as humans can live, Extend their common love for nature and the broader community of humanity. The Heaven's Gate did not share such a love for Earth. The Heaven's Gate cult spoke of a planet vilified as a hell or a purgatory that was soon to be expired. This, of course, did not occur in fashion so atypical of cults. They had already vilified the outgroup and the world they lived in. The Heaven's Gate mass suicide was the largest mass suicide involving US citizens since Jonestown, 1979. What sticks out in our mind's eye is helicopters hovering over the California mansion valued at $1.6 million. The sight of ambulance workers feeding the entrance of the complex with treacherous. The hasty entry into the mansion's interior of ambulatory workers. The horrific revelation that what was being brought out was literally the dead. This was intensely sobering to see. By committing mass suicide, cult members believed they were doing their best. Within the deck of cards they were given believing fully that they were venturing to achieve the next evolution level above human, becoming the ascended masters. In cult dynamics it is a well established fact that delusions and psychotology of the leader spreads as the contagion, their disorder. Thus mental illness is actually a contagious disease. The mad, mad and the sane delusions of one becomes illusions of all. Under the vice like grip of psychological coercion and manipulation, mental illness ferments. The group leaders with loyalists impales the freedom of members to simply think for themselves, to behave as independent agents. Does we have the creation, in an institutionalised environment, i.e. the cult complex, of created conditions for the optimisation of group psychosis. Psychoanalysis has well established the fact that where the transference is, there shall the counter-transference be. In other words, doctor burnout comes from overexposure to the patient's psychopathology with possibly inadequate supervision, establishing unwanted effects. These facts are translatable to the cult setting where the assumed psychopathology of the leader is transferred according to abusive environment to the members. Cult and sex are factories for the psychological degeneracy of mental illness. In Heaven's Gate Ideological Thought, members saw their bodies as containers. They had no problem getting rid of the container. They prepared a press release for their death, saying, quote, By the time we receive this, we'll be gone. Several done as of us. We come from the level above human in distant space. I have now exited the bodies that we were hearing, wearing for our earthly task. To return to the world from hence we came, task completed. The distant space we refer to what your religious literature would call the kingdom of heaven or the kingdom of God, End quote. The message sounds out like exactly how the earthly departed were true believers of guinean pigs. The two stated they had endured a debt of reputation at the hands of the media. The group clearly wished, via press release, to have a certain kind of relation to this malevolent other, who Heaven's Gate unsurprisingly could not make their beloved darling. The group felt assured that as androgynous science fiction-loving nerds, once they reach Tila, they'd be beautiful. The transition from being a member of a secular society to forfeiting everything where one leaves the world behind and everything they had in the world to join the group is demonstrated in the story of Heaven's Gate. The group were ideologically fitted and suited into what they would believe to be a science, not a religion. Its ingredients involved science fiction, aliens, and a belief in both forthcoming millennium and apocalypse. Peaceful cult? The Heaven's Gate cult did not engage in siege with authorities. Therefore, perhaps they cannot be compared to the branch Davidian cult, who obviously did not confront the authorities. Nor is it accurate to compare their mass suicide to the apocalyptic Solar Temple cult, a French neo-Templar sect. On October 4th and 5th, 1994, 53 members of the Solar Temple cult burned themselves to death in both Canada and Switzerland in hopes of incarnating as gods on a planet in the Syria system. Critically, some of the Solar Temple members were murdered, as is evidenced by the presence of bullets that smoldered silently in the chalet's ruins. Applewhite's farewell speech did reveal some identification with these groups. He said, and I quote, I feel very, very disturbed when I hear people condemn them david Corish or condemn the other group solar temple because no matter how far off they might be i find it very difficult to believe that they will not have further opportunities to go in the direction of truth if they have sacrificed willingly everything of this world in an attempt to follow the shepherd into the kingdom of god end quote the act of castration and suicide is of course a sign of mental derangement castrations castrations tend to be performed by an injunction from a penal correctional service as a bid to help yield a cessation and a reduction in the noxious urges of sexual offenders. Castration was an act some deceased members felt they needed. Surgical castration is also called orchidectomy. It involves physical removal of the testicles, which produce 95% of a man's testosterone. The historical purpose of castration was to create emasculated slaves who would be more docile. The act of getting testicles removed conventionally is in modern medical practice commonly employed to treat testicular cancer and is generally confined to removing only one testy. But removal of both testes may be performed to counter prostate cancer by lowering testosterone levels or following major physical injury. Scott Lindlaw, 997 of AP News asserted that the reasons behind some group members castrate themselves was to help achieve an androgynous immortality. 18 months prior to committing suicide, least six members of the Heaven's Gate castrate themselves. No one in the USA agreed to castrate the members. They were forced to cross the border to Tijuana and Mexico. The first member in the group to castrate himself was the leader whose castration was botched and caused him pain, which caused at his physical death. However, another member found the castration to be enormously liberating. It gave him fuel to continue the road to Tila. What follows are just some facts about Marshall Applewhite quoted from the book. Cosmic Suicide, The Tragedy and Transcendence of Heavenscape by Rodney Perkins and Forrest Jackson. The publisher is Pentartial Press, 2016, and I'm going to quote it. Spur, Texas, is a small town located about 50 miles east of Lubbock. It was here that Marshall Hurf Applewhite was born in 1932, the son of a Presbyterian minister. He attended Miller High School in Corpus Christi, where he served as president of National Honor Society and participated in Bible study and the choir. After graduating in 1948, he entered Austin College in Sherman, Texas. He majored in philosophy and earned a Bachelor of Arts degree in 1952. After graduation, Abel White married Anne Purse, intending to become a minister like his father. Abel White entered the Union Theological Seminary of Virginia in 1952. He changed his mind about becoming a minister and only stayed at the seminary for five months. He was drafted to the army in 1954 and did since in both Salzburg, Austria and White Sands, New Mexico. After receiving an honourable discharge in 1956, he decided to pursue a career in music at the University of Colorado, where he matriculated in 1960, end quote. Beep and Bo, T and dough. the two, Guinea and Pig, held in heart problems, also scourged apple white. He was depressed and known spirits. Marshall Applewhite did not operate as the sole prophet of the outfit, unlike the Children of God cult leader that published the ideologies of COG, such as the now infamous Flirty Fishing and the Mole Letters. All were done on one prophet's initiative and leadership, as was Jim Jones of Jonestown, David Korsh of the Branch Davidians, a solo leader, operated activity, applewhite needed a colleague a scholar of the occult to truly influence people in the way we know he could the anticipated relationship would become known as T and doe and the two on first hearing this partner waiting would seem an unlikely candidate to co-create a cult with marshall applewhite to quote the wikipedia um, entitled um article bonnie lou nettles religious leader quote after becoming a registered nurse Bonnie Lou Nettles, married businessman Joseph Seagull Nettles in December 1949, with whom she had four children. Their marriage remained mostly stable until 1972. Let me pause from the quote. Upon hearing the words, until 1972, we can compute and deduce this is 23 years of marriage and child-rearing. Bonnie developed an interest in the occult. Her husband disapproved of this interest. So in 1972, he began divorce proceedings. Enter Applewhite. And Nettles as a two who calibrated their shared interests together. Let me continue with the Wikipedia entry on Nettles. To quote, at which time, according to the New York Times, Nettles began attempting to contact the sea spirits by conducting regular seances and came to believe that a 9th century monk named Brother Francis frequently spoke with her and gave her instructions. She also visited multiple fortune-tellers who told her that she was soon to meet a mysterious man who was tall, with light hair and a fair complexion, descriptions which were fairly close to Marshall Applewhite's appearance. Nettles also studied astrology, theosophy and the occult, end quote. Nettles' knowledge of the ufological, and occultism helped cook up the ingredients for this cult to begin operation. Accordingly, Nettles communicated with celebrities like James Dean and Marlon Monroe. Applewhite regarded Nettles as being higher up the ladder in the cult, whilst he was just a voice. In any case, they both formed Heaven's Gate, from an interest in UFOs, Madame Blavatsky, Mahatma's letters, and comparative religion. Quoting from Cosmic Suicide, In letters written to Walsh, numerous details about the possible extent of Applewhite's and Nettles' illness can be found. Applewhite wrote that when we converse in our minds... While thinking we're really listening to the conversations between the alien spirits, Applewhite seemed to be aware that people believed he and Nettles were literally losing their minds and commented by social, psychiatric, medical, religious standards, we and you, Walsh, have long since lost our sanity. Applewhite and Ethel's would eventually feed off of this type of thinking against cult members that the outside world was against them and strengthened their commitment to the cult. After the Christian Arts Centre closed in 1973, Applewhite and Els began developing the message they preached over the next two decades, a system that borrowed equally from Judeo-Christianity, the New Age and science fiction, end quote. Solidification of Heaven's Gate ideology. We know by the way Heaven's Gate members dressed, how they were blown away by ufology and science fiction. It is the Christian element of the cult that we have not really explored. Applewhite described it as the Christ alien, that's what he thought he was, but Bow and T, also called Guinea and Pig, Applewhite and Nettles, felt divinely special and were convinced that they were God's messengers. According to their revelations, they as messengers of God would be killed was on their heavenly mission. The people of Earth world would celebrate for three days, then Guinea and Pig, the two, Bow and Beep, would be brought by spaceship to heaven to experience the next evolutionary stage above human the world would be destroyed. Bo and Peep, the two with their graduated followers, would become immortal, androgynous, non-mammalians with no genitals who are nonetheless very attractive. Quoting from the video: Planet about to be recycled, your only chance to survive, leave with us. Applewhite described what these representatives would look like. When you go into an environment that does not require eating things, they have to pull off the bone or crack the shells of nuts then certainly teeth are not needed a next level body in a non-earthly environment also needs no hair that next level body is a creature that looks very attractive has two eyes some remnants of a nose some remnants of ears what you would call remnants even though they function very well as noses ears they have a voice box but don't really need to use it for they can communicate by thought communicate with their minds and that's an extraterrestrial that is the body belonging to a member of the evolutionary level above human, the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. It's true. They could seem unattractive to you if you're really into human flesh bodies and see them as beautiful. End quote. Membership. Heaven's Gate membership had strict criteria. Members joined and swiftly left. The minority stayed. At one stage there were 200 members. That was pruned down to 88. Then Bowen T declared that the harvest was closed, meaning no one else could join Heaven's Gate. Cult members were forbidden to socialise with each other and with the outside world, including their parents. Children were strictly forbidden from joining Heaven's Gate. For example, in September 975, a couple in Oregon gave away their material possessions and their children to their friends just to join the Heaven's Gate cult. Heaven's Gate members believed their knowledge held exclusivity to salvation. Such was the belief that their knowledge was so esoterical that only Heaven's Gate members could understand it. This bred further isolation through belief that they were a special group who knew how to liberate themselves from what they labelled as our world's Luciferian system. The Heaven's Gate view of our world is that it was a cosmic classroom, either purgatory or hell. The temptation was bringing one closer to hell. This is why an abstemious approach of no sex, no drugs, giving up all material possessions, no alcohol, no outside world contact, no socialising with fellow cult members. Restricted dieting was imposed. Cult members were allowed towards the end of their stay on earth to read only the Bible in order to confirm the teachings of T and Bo. Reaction to Heaven's Gate tragedy. Not every person, to be honest, sympathised with deceased. quoting from the Irish Times. Meanwhile, quote, the US media mogul, Mr. Ted Turner, described the mass suicide as a good way to get rid of a few nuts. Mr. Turner, who's married to the actress Jane Fonda, was speaking at a news conference before the opening of the Braves' new stadium, Turner Field. You turn on the TV and there's one murder after another, the media mogul, who built the cable network, CNN said. Of the cult members, he said, they did it peacefully. At least they didn't go in like those SOBs. Who go into a McDonald's or the post office and shoot a lot of innocent people, then shoot themselves. At least they did it just to themselves. End quote. Son's apology and the impact on relatives. Writing in the LA Times, John M. Cleona of uh, 1997 reports on how Applewhite's son apologized to relatives of the relative to deceased. To quote, I am appalled by the things that have resulted from the actions of my father and others in the cult, Mark Applewhite said. He had not heard from his father, who preached the needs to cast off family in more than 25 years. Nor had he known about his father's belief that a UFO tucked behind an approaching comet would carry him and his followers away to a higher plane once they departed their earthly bodies. I'm deeply hurt by the knowledge that people have now lost their lives in connection with my father. Applewhite said in a statement released from his home in Corpus Christi, Texas, My sympathy and prayers go out to those who are suffering the loss of a loved one. End quote. In this mass suicide event, people lost their lives, and this is tragedy. May they have peace where they are now. So that's the end of uh, my cult, um, uh, my Dark Days Dawning podcast. Initially, I used to call it Dark Days Dawning Cult Podcast. That's why I stumbled um, at uh, having that recollection. Now, you can go to Dark Days Dawning Podcast. dot darkdaysdawningpodcast.blogspot.com and I have a few blogs there that you can look up. I, I'm still in the nascent stages of my blogging and my podcasting from Dark Days Dawning and I'm really enjoying it you can email me at mulvillep at ymail.com or author michaelmulville at gmail.com that's how you can get through to me thank you so much and um i hope to, to hear from you again thank you now and goodbye